Hello and welcome to Another Look, a podcast about anything and anything that we feel deserves another look. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, and today we are going to talk about the Japanese animated film, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Directed by Shinichiro Ushijima, the story centers around two characters, you an introverted guy who spends all his time reading and imagining what other people think about him, and Sakura, a fun-loving girl with a glass-half-full perspective on life despite only having two years left to live. We follow them as they develop a somewhat unique friendship that slowly turns into something stronger, but not in the way you think. To start with the positive, the relationship between these two characters is absolutely fantastic. They feel for the most part like real people despite the occasional expository dialogue. The growth between these characters feels very natural and every moment of heavy emotion feels completely earned for the most part. Now that's not to say that this movie is just a complete cloud of depression being that it deals with a girl that's dying of a pancreatic cancer because it's not. It actually can be very funny at times and at other times uh, very awkward but purposely awkward. The side characters uh, that matter are, are done very well, especially Sakura's best friend. There are some kind of fun, uh, there's one really kind of fun side character guy. He's called the gum, I call him gum guy because all he does is just offer them the main character gum every once in a while and he always kind of turns it down. But he's just like, all right, that's cool, man. He only has like one real small part and one small role, but I really like that character. Story-wise, the beats are very similar to uh, the movie A Walk to Remember, if you guys ever have seen that one. That stars Mandy Moore. You know, it's your basic uh, girl with limited time helps boy become better person type of deal. This movie, the one I'm talking about, the anime, even dips its toe into the manic pixie dream girl pool, but manages to avoid the tropes of making the girl simply just a tool to help develop the male character. Sakura's a fully realized person with likes and dislikes, I mean, she puts on a brave face and for the most part has accepted her fate, but doesn't let that stop her from enjoying life, which is one of the things that I love and appreciate. And I really related to it because I'm a very extroverted, outgoing person that uh, for the most part, I don't like to see. I don't like people to generally see me sad. So even if I'm having a bad day, I'll I'll generally, you know, put on a brave face and be happy because I almost feel like other people's happiness kind of depends on me sometimes and I feel like this character also feels that burden of kind of wanting to make sure everyone's having a good time and happy even when she's not necessarily feeling that way she wants to make sure that everyone else is and I just really connect with that kind of selflessness another plus is the animation the key words here are subtle and fluid there are moments where a character will give a nuanced look or shift their feet in such a way that says a lot by doing very little And I want to praise the film for doing that. Things with the storytelling where you can tell two people's relationship just based on how character rubs another character's head. Things of that nature were just everything in a movie like this. And this movie had that in absolute spades. And I want to commend it and give this movie major points for that. The virtual camera work, given that this is animated, is very restrained. But in a good way. And actually in a great way. Because there are stories that require, you know, creative and dynamic angles, movements, and gimmicks. And then there are stories that just need to be told and don't need all the extra toppings to make it pop, if you kind of get what I'm saying here. You ever hear the phrase, get out of the way of the story? And this is definitely a, a story where the director knew to get out of the way of what's being told and just execute it to the best of uh, his or her ability. I'm not quite sure if the director, I, I believe the director is a guy actually, uh, Shinichiro. But... Yeah, it's just, it's very simple, 
in, in, in terms of what's happening, but it's just so clean and beautiful. There are a lot of moments of quiet, which is one of the things that I absolutely adore about Japanese animation, especially in their films. They have a lot of moments where characters are just sitting around feeling feelings. And that kind of stuff just helps me connect with them more. Like they don't need to always feel every or fill up every moment or second with dialogue or jokes or sadness. Sometimes characters are just sitting on a train and just enjoying it or not enjoying it or just feeling what they feel. And I absolutely, that's, that's stuff that I just love. And if you put that in any movie, it'll generally get, get points from me. This is honestly a film I would show to people that don't even like anime, because uh, anime has that stigma of uh, not just being for kids, but uh, it, it definitely has its tropes and things that are definitely can get lost in translation if you come into Japanese animation cold. But this one definitely doesn't really do any of the uh, the anime tropes, or not many of them. Not the ones that are irritating, and even to me, uh, a guy who, who definitely loves anime, I would definitely recommend this to anyone who just wants to watch a good movie. The story is simple but powerfully effective, and when the emotions hit, they hit hard. Tears were definitely shed on my part, and I seriously look forward to adding this to my shelf. And I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. Thank you for joining us for another look. You can email us at anotherlookpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at anotherlook at podbean.com. And you can find us at Facebook at anotherlook. Uh, Thank you for joining me, and good day.